Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. I didn't even that. First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Eagles Unfiltered. I'm Ed Kratz, joined by my colleague, John McMullen. We are with uh, S- uh, excuse me, SI Eagles Today, day 10 of Eagles training camp here at the NovaCare Complex. Uh, it is, uh, what's today? I always, Wednesday. Wednesday. And that means the season opener, preseason opener, I should say, is just uh, around the corner. Friday night, the New York Jets come to town to play at Lincoln Financial Field. Um, obviously, it's, uh, it's a preseason game, but it's, it's football. It's a chance to see... What we've been watching here for the last two two weeks plus, uh, watch some of these players go against another team's players. And Nick Sirianni, we talked to him before practice today, and you know he said his starters will play a series or two. So that means Jalen Hurts is going to play. I believe uh, Jordan Mulata will be back. He was limited the last few days with a concussion. Same with Andre Dillard, the backup left tackle. But both those tackles. Uh, mixed in with the 11-on-11 drills that the team ran. So they look good to go, and I don't think that Sirianni would throw Hurts out there if the left tackle was someone like LaRaven Clark or Josh Sills. So I have to think Milata's going to play, and we're going to see the first-team defense. I think we're going to see a lot of Jordan Davis, the rookie, probably see a lot of N'Kobe Dean. Um, but, yeah, so those are things we'll keep an eye on. But today, John, at the uh, Day 10 of camp, what uh, what did you see out there? It was a green practice, <clears throat> right? Green practice, high intensity, but really short, about an hour. So I thank the Eagles for that. Another hot day here at the Novacare Complex. But I thought it was the sharpest passing day of the summer for the Eagles. Uh, started with the first play in team drills. Jalen Hurts kind of rolled to his right, which is, you know, one of the strengths he has as a player. Um, hit A.J. Brown in the middle of the field, essentially turned into a touchdown, um, and it went from there. Uh, everything wasn't great, but I thought he was very sharp in seven-on-seven drills, which hasn't, hasn't always been the case. Big day for Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal obviously had a slow start to this camp. He had that battle with food poisoning, lost 16 pounds, um, so took him a while to get back, and he really showed up today. He got some first-team reps, some second-team reps. You can start to see why Nick Sirianni likes him as a player. Had a big touchdown from Gardner Minshew, a deep ball in seven-on-sevens. Um, so he was really good. Um, A.J. Brown, uh, and, you know, Reed Sinet uh, keeps getting some second-team reps. So as we talk about that third-team quarterback job, which will be more important in the preseason games, you know, a lot of people were saying Carson Strong's going to 
reaching that's closer to Gardner Minshew than he is to Carson yeah. Strong. So yeah. he's kind of already won that third job. Uh, the only question is, can he go higher? I don't, you know, Gardner's a good backup quarterback, hasn't had a great camp per se, but I think he'll be fine long-term. Uh, had another, Nick Sirianni talked about this, had, he's had too many turnovers, but a lot of them haven't been his fault. Another example today, he throws a pass to Lance Lenore. It, it ricochets off him. Christian uh, Elise is right there for the interception. It's been that kind of summer for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, um, you know, and Nick talked about Minshew a little bit and said, listen, you know what you're getting from him. He's a guy that is a veteran of NFL games. He's got the 46 touchdowns, I think he said, and 16 interceptions. Yeah. I'm not sure those numbers are accurate, but he has a lot of touchdowns and few interceptions uh, during his time as a starter in Jacksonville. So, you know, it's going to take a lot to unseat someone like Gardner Minshew. Uh, I agree, Reed Sinet has looked you know, better every single day, it seems. He seems to show a little bit more improvement. Uh, and we're going to get a good look at him. You know, I'm sure he's going to play, a you lot. know, yeah, yeah, maybe second quarter or, you know, second half, third quarter, maybe half to fourth quarter, and they'll bring Strong in a, probably for a half a quarter somewhere at the end just because he hasn't gotten a lot of reps here. But, listen, I would be remiss, too, here if we didn't talk about Jason Kelsey. Obviously, Kelsey had the elbow uh, surgery clean-out procedure. Uh, Nick Sirianni talked about him today, and we talked to Cam Jurgens, who is definitely the next man up. The Eagles aren't going to mess around, and they're not going to move Isaac Ciamalo no, or Landon no. Dickerson to center. So uh, anybody that's suggesting that to me on Twitter, and I've seen that, you can forget it. This is going to be the Cam Jurgens is going to be your first-team center until Kelsey's ready to go. And, you know, my take is, is Kelsey is going to be ready to go. September 11th. Yeah, he's got that 122-game yeah. consecutive start streak going. I don't think – I think if he's close and yeah. he can snap and he can block, he's going to play on September 11th in Detroit. But until then, you know, we're going to see Cam, Cam Jurgens, and this is invaluable for Jurgens. Yeah, it's kind of a silver lining if you think about it from Cam Jurgens' perspective, getting all these first-team reps, not only in practice – not only those games, you're going to have the joint practices coming up in Cleveland and Miami. Um, he's going to get all the first-team work and that type of atmosphere. So it, it that's the silver lining. But, you know, Nick Sirianni never likes to put uh, timetables on injuries, but he kind of wink-winked this one and said, you guys know Jason Kelsey. He's, he's essentially going to be there week one. Yeah, toughest um, guy he knows. Toughest he, guy he yeah. knows. Um, we all kind of think that. I mean, if there's any way, if, if there's and and you know the fact it was a cleanup surgery, it wasn't major reconstructive surgery. He's going to be back. He's going to be back September 11th in Detroit. Yeah, and fans might be saying, "Oh no, Cam Jurgens." We saw that video go viral from the practice at Lincoln Financial Field where uh, Jordan Davis had Jurgens doing the bunny hop. You know, trying to anchor. He hopped backwards four steps as Jordan Davis just pulled rushed <laughs> the heck out of him. Uh, but listen, that was one play, and even Jordan Davis said today, he goes, I hated that that went viral because, you know, they people see one play, but they don't see what's happening here at practice. And him and Cam have had some good battles. Yeah. Cam's won some. Jordan's won some. So, I mean, what we saw Sunday night with that one play, yeah, that that's uh, – that, you put context to that. Jurgens is having a good camp here. Don't let that one play you yeah. saw and you could go viral. Put up one play of B to Bay of pushing Jason Kelsey back uh, in the playoffs last year. It's one play. Doesn't mean Jason Kelsey's not going to the Hall of Fame. So yeah, it's very unfair when uh, things like that go viral and fans take it out of context. Camp Jurgens has had a really nice camp. Remember, Jason came 
uh, off a, a recent bout of COVID when camp started, so he wasn't able to take uh, the first team reps early in camp. And they put, they threw Cam Jurgens right into the deep end of the pool. So yeah. um, they think he's got a, a, a nice future and maybe uh, there's a silver lining to this injury uh, with Jason Kelsey. And, and that's all those first team reps for Cam Jurgens. Yeah, and meanwhile, talking about some injuries, Devontae Smith, once again, misses practice. He has the groin injury. To me, his stock has to be down. I mean, even when he was here, they weren't giving him a whole lot of traffic. But Suriani said today, we miss him. We need him out there. But Smith won't play Friday night. Uh, you know, they're being cautious with this groin. Um, and then uh, there was another, uh, oh, Jaquaski Tart missed his third day due to personal reasons. I, I got to tell you, um, with Andre Shasheri really stepping up in this camp, uh, they moved Josiah Scott to safety, and he seems to be doing well. I got to think that Tart, uh, you know, his days may be numbered here. The Eagles have to cut five players from this roster on Tuesday, just five. I don't think Tart will be one, but I don't know what the personal reasons are. He already came to camp late because he was signed in the middle of June, uh, so he was behind the eight ball, and now missing these three days it makes you wonder if Tart's going to be on this roster, uh, you know, after Tuesday ends. He, yeah. he could be one of those guys that gets released. And, uh, you know, the fact that they're cross-training both uh, Josiah Scott and Andre Sachere, who had some reps in the nickel today. And by the way, because Anthony Harris, did we mention that? Was oh, out yeah, with was a tooth. Out of practice with a, with a tooth problem. So um, the first team reps next to Marcus Epps, they split them. Not really split them, but uh, it was either Andre Sachere or Reed Blankenship. Another read, an undrafted free agent from, I think, Middle Tennessee State getting first-team reps ahead of Kayvon Wallace. And as you mentioned, Jaquaski Tart wasn't even here. So the Eagles are looking at those backup safeties. And the fact that they're cross-training Josiah Scott and Andre Sachere at both safety and the nickel spot, that kind of tells you they're, they're trying to find a place on the roster for him and say, you know, Jonathan Gannon, Denard Wilson can go in to Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, pound the table and say, look at how versatile these guys are. Look at how important they are. They can play this. They can play that. They can play special teams. So you can start to see they're becoming favorites of the defensive coaching staff. I think there were two big surprises after practice, and that was who they brought in to talk with us. They brought in Derek Barnett into the media tent. And Ironically or not, at the same time, Jalen Rager was talking to reporters in the mix zone, the area behind the tent. So we kind of divided and conquered, John and I. He I did with... not conquer Derek <laughs> No, Derek Barnett really doesn't <laughs> seem like he likes us one bit. One, two-word answers, kind of grunted them out, could hardly hear him. He sat, sat his chair away from the table, didn't speak into the microphone. So, uh, you know, he, he didn't return to the Eagles this year because he likes the media. Uh, he said he likes his teammates, and that's one of the reasons he decided to come back. Who knows if he had any other offers? I wasn't there. But Jalen Rager talked. He said he's, you know, he's happy to be here. He's hoping to finish his career here. But it's a business, and if they trade him, they trade him. So there, there'll be some stories coming, uh, you know, from from what happened after camp yeah. today or after and, practice. Uh, you know, Aaron Moorhead spoke the wide receiver yeah. coach, and after about 15 softball questions, I finally got uh, <laughs> I finally got a Jalen Rager question in, which was good because I I didn't know at the time that Jalen was going to speak, uh, but he ended up speaking after Aaron Moorhead. You know, Aaron admitted, I was surprised, that 
if you remember back to last year, uh, Jalen Rager couldn't practice at the beginning of camp because he was out of shape. He failed his physical. Um, and he admitted that uh, and said he came into camp this year in great shape, uh, maybe the best shape of any Eagles player. And he's had a good camp. Um, but, you know, when Nick Sirianni talks about this offense, he talks about A.J. Brown, he talks about Dallas Goddard, he talks about Devontae Smith, he talks about Quez Watkins, he even talks about Zach Pascoe occasionally. You rarely hear Jalen Rager unless yeah. he's specifically asked about him. Right. Well, and, and Nick said earlier in camp that Jalen's got to come in here and he has to win a job. Um, you know, I don't think the Eagles are going to cut him. Um, but, you know, stranger things have happened. I think they could try to trade him to kind of break that log jam because Britton Covey continues to excel. Another good practice from the undrafted yeah. kid from Utah. Uh, but listen, get back to that Jets game a minute. John, give me one or two players on offense and defense that you're kind of excited to see Friday night. Uh, well, offense, you just mentioned one of them, Britton Kobe, yeah. uh, who's done a nice job. I think we all want to see him as a punt returner, as a kickoff returner, uh, and I think he's going to get that opportunity. Um, but also as a slot receiver, because he's going to have to prove that he can do more than just be a returner. It's hard to carry a, a returner specific player that doesn't help you in any other area so he needs to prove he can do some things and he's done it in the slot today he's kind of hooked up with Reed Sinet twice in in the slot uh, really uh, uh, shifty uh, really great short area quickness so he's somebody I'm interested in also you know one of the under-reported guys having a great camp, in my mind at least, is, is, is Noah uh, Togiai, and I hate pronouncing, I, I have no idea how to pronounce Noah's last name, I should by this point, but you know, he's been an afterthought. I think he was an afterthought when this camp started, to be honest. Uh, Grant Calcaterra hurts his hamstring, all of a sudden they need reps from tight ends, you know, Tyree Jackson isn't here, Richard Rogers uh, was on the pup list before he got back. And he has taken advantage of his extra reps. He had the catch of the day today, a one-handed stab of a Gardner Minshew throw over the middle. He's just been really, really good. I think he's got a chance to make this team. I really do. Yeah, he's number 83 for fans that are going to watch this game Friday night, right? Tagai is yeah. 83 and Kobe is uh, 41. 41. So you can keep an eye on those guys. And, and, then, and they'll probably get some yeah. playing time, too, because those are guys that are battling to win the spot on this roster. So they're going to play. And defensively, I want to see Nicobe Dean, you know, because he's been buried behind TJ Edwards and Kaiser White and Davion Taylor, who all played great. Um, so he's not going to hit the ground running like some fans had hoped. Uh, but he's still got a chance to be a good player. He'll get chances in the preseason. And then I mentioned those other guys. The cross-training of Josiah Scott's really got me interested. So you're going to see him play the slot, play safety. So And he's number 33 in your program. So uh, Nicobe Dean, number 17. Yeah. So those are some of the guys I'm, I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Jordan Davis. I don't know how much he's going to play, but... Uh, you know, I'm just anxious to see how he how he's able to work on that line of scrimmage for sure. It, I mean, probably what's going to be limited reps. They want to keep him good to go for the season opener. And then uh, also on defense, um, I want to see Josh Job, a cornerback from Alabama, who I think has shown some pretty good things. He's got some speed. He's got some size. Again, it's a numbers crunch at that position. But, you know, he's someone to keep an eye on. And I believe he's number 
38. 38, yeah. He's kind of someone that I'll be keeping an eye on. Jordan Davis, of course, number 90. Um, and then offensively, like you said, Britton Covey is certainly someone to watch. Know it's a guy. Uh, and Reed Sinet. I should throw Reed. Yeah, I was just well. going to say the quarterback Reed Sinet to just see how he handles a game situation because I think he's going to get the, the most snaps of any of the quarterbacks on this roster and uh, on Friday night. And we'll see what he does with it. So until then, uh, make sure you follow John and I uh, at www.si.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. We'll have plenty, plenty of stories coming out of camp today, Wednesday, and we'll get you ready for Friday night's game against the New York Jets. And, of course, we'll have more stories coming out of that. So stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.